Introduction From 1990 to 1993, I was on a poetry jag. Stylistically, I was influenced heavily by Charles Bukowski. When I look at it now, some of my work appears imitative, and that may well be, but I guess if I'm going to imitate someone, it should be someone good. And Bukowski was one of the best of his generation. I also felt a connection to him in terms of our outlook on life. Most of my work was about writing, money, or more correctly, the lack of it, and the political-slash-economic mess we were in at the time. Keep in mind, these were dark days. We had a severe recession in 1990 that lasted at least three years or more. The war in Kuwait, a.k.a. Desert Storm, was meant to pick things up, but it did little to help the economy. Rather, it simply took a lot of our young men and poisoned or killed or maimed them. The situation outraged me enough to inspire poems of despair and frustration. They poured out of me at the rate of three or four a night, and one of the chapbooks was written entirely in one night. I produced three chapbooks. In case you haven't heard this term, it was a primitive form of self-publishing that struggling writers, and sometimes great writers, resorted to as a way of getting their work out into the public, usually consisting of 10 to 20 pages or so, Mine were typed on a brother typewriter, then copied on a photocopier and sold at poetry readings, or at my studio in Lowell's Brush Gallery. That was a complex that housed about a dozen artists in residence. We didn't have the kind of internet distribution systems we have today. Books were still just paper and cardboard affairs that had to be printed and distributed in shops by actual people to other actual people. The virtual world of publishing we have today basically killed all that, and chapbooks were one of the casualties. They're basically gone now. Collected here are the three chapbooks I printed between 1991 and 1993 in their entirety. Enjoy. God's Death Dance, Poems from the Dead of Summer, a poetry chapbook from 1991. Guilty. Maybe I can't change the way the world crushes the good, the true, the beautiful, but I can change the way I do it. They know who's to blame. They blame it on the bankers and the builders and the movers and the shakers and producers and consumers, politicians and the good old boys. They think like this in the morning, at the mirror, shaving an innocent face. A man about to shoot his typewriter. Listen, you son of a blacksmith. You've had 15 years to write that goddamn novel, and all you keep giving me are those poems, pathetic poems, that no one wants to read or publish. I keep giving you paper, ribbon, and nowadays electricity, damn it. So don't tell me you're starving. You're just lazy. And if you don't spit out a novel I can sell, I'll trade you in for a microwave oven. When despair comes at you like a two-ton rhino, you try to make the green light, it turns yellow. You get to the shop, they're closed. You make it to another, they're out. You give up, go on to the post office, check the box for checks and cash. There's nothing but returns, rejections, requests. You head home, head hanging, limp, lost, the dollar in your wallet laughing at a joke you pretend isn't you, but it is, 
That's when you see the horn of the beast.